in state to the morning room immediately after breakfast and spend a quiet hour in skimming through the papers. They were there, so she might as well get their money's worth out of them. Politics did not greatly interest her, but she was obsessed with a favourite foreboding that one of these days there would be a great social upheaval in which everybody would be killed by everybody else. It will come sooner than we think, she would observe darkly. A mathematical expert of exceptionally high powers would have been puzzled to work out the approximate date from the slender and confusing groundwork which this assertion afforded. On this particular morning, the sight of Lady Bastable enthroned among her papers gave Clovis the hint towards which his mind had been groping all breakfast time. His mother had gone upstairs to supervise packing operations, and he was alone on the ground floor with his hostess and the servants. The latter were the key to the situation. Bursting wildly into the kitchen quarters, Clovis screamed a frantic, though strictly non-committal summons. Poor Lady Bastable! In the morning room! Oh, quick! The next moment, the butler, cook, page-boy, two or three maids, and a gardener who had happened to be in one of the outer kitchens were following in a hot scurry after Clovis as he headed back for the morning room. Lady Bastable was roused from the world of newspaper lore by hearing a Japanese screen in the hall go down with a crash. Then the door leading from the hall flew open and her young guest tore madly through the room, shrieked at her in passing, The Jacquerie! They're on us! and dashed like an escaping hawk out through the French window. The scared mob of servants burst in on his heels, the gardener still clutching the sickle with which he had been trimming hedges, and the impetus of their headlong haste carried them, slipping and sliding, over the smooth parquet flooring towards the chair, where their mistress sat in panic-stricken amazement. If she had had a moment granted her for reflection, she would have behaved, as she afterwards explained, with considerable dignity. It was probably the sickle which decided her, but anyway, she followed the lead that Clovis had given her through the French window, and ran well and far across the lawn, before the eyes of her astonished retainers. Lost dignity is not a possession which can be restored at a moment's notice, and both Lady Bastable and the butler found the process of returning to normal conditions almost as painful as a slow recovery from drowning. A jacquerie, even if carried out with the most respectful of intentions, cannot fail to leave some traces of embarrassment behind it. By lunchtime, however, Decorum had reasserted itself with enhanced rigour as a natural rebound from its recent overthrow, and the meal was served in a frigid stateliness that might have been framed on a Byzantine model. Halfway through its duration, Mrs. Sangrail was solemnly presented with an envelope lying on a silver salver. It contained a cheque for forty-nine shillings. The McGregor boys learned how to play poker patience. After all, they could afford...